0: It's Tisa Wicked and this is Wicked Wednesday. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Today I have wonderful guests. I know that you guys have kept on asking me to have Bobby Taylor back on and we finally have Jen on. She could not make it when we were at Monster Mania because she was super tired and had to get ready to be baby the next day so she needed her beauty sleep. So I have them back in the house just for you guys Say hello, everybody.
1: Hello. Hi. Hello.
0: So today we are going to talk about our favorite slasher and our favorite um, monster from a movie. So um, I guess I will we'll start off. I think with slasher. So my I'll start with mine first. My favorite slasher is Bobby. Oh no, I mean Jason. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: well, I mean I mean <laughs>
0: So, um, Jason, of course, is my favorite. Like, you guys couldn't have guessed that already. Um, I love Jason because I love the whole fact that, of course, it is Bobby. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's the truth. No, I love the...
1: okay, don't lie.
0: (laughs) I love the fact how he... Everything uh, with the whole lake. I love the backstory. I love how he wears the hockey mask. I love how he kills and how literally he walks at a very steady pace. Everybody's always running. And then he ends up killing them. And it's just the dedication that that man has. And I just love everything about him. Um, I would say that besides Bobby, who played my favorite Jason, would have to be, um, of course, Jason Brooks, which he's going to be in the Friday the 13th, Vengeance, the fan film, which is coming out September 13th. I'm super excited to see that. And of course, CJ Graham and then Kane Hotter. They are my favorites. I love all the Jasons, but I would have to say that they're, I like, I like how they're, they're so brutal from like the beginning until you see them. So that is my pick for my favorite slasher. Jen, I'm going to go for you since you are the new on the podcast. So yeah. (laughs) So, favorite
3: slasher. I I always have to go back to Freddy Krueger. That's been one of my favorite favorites, and it's so funny because when I think about it, I have two kids. I have an 8-year-old and a 10-year-old, and they still have not seen Freddy. And don't look at me like that, Bobby. Don't do that that to my children. But I think I saw Freddy when I was in, like, I don't know, kindergarten, first grade, and Mm -hmm. it just always stayed with me. I, I love that. I feel like... Sleep is something you can't escape. So no matter what you do, there's no way to escape Freddy. And I love the whole aspect of getting people in their dreams. And I'm an avid dreamer. Ever since I was little... I was always known for waking off and my dad would be like, okay, just go ahead and tell me what was your dream about. So I, I got into lucid dreaming and being able to control your dreams. And so when Dream Warrior came out, I'm like, oh my God, this is my favorite Freddie movie. This is my one I love. It's
1: one of the best ones they
3: did. I absolutely love that. So yeah, and then his backstory is so fucked up. I could say fucked up. Oh you can curse. I could say fucked yes. up. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. And we I- encourage the person. <laughs> as-
1: He's the only one where you don't have sympathy
3: for the backstory. Oh, absolutely not. And I feel like with his victims, like he fucks with them. He enjoys playing with people, messing with people, and he gets that sick pleasure out of it. So, yeah, he's... That's my ear that's my <laughs> <air>, pretty <Freddy laughs> claws. I mean, just the sound of it and everything. It Yeah, he's awesome.
0: I agree. He is one badass. I don't feel bad for him at all. I think he mm-hmm. is basically a fuck, but he is a... <laughs> He is uh, I would have to say he's very dedicated. In how he kills and he he like you said he plays with them, kind of like a cat and mouse kind of game.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. So
0: that was a wonderful choice. Now we will go over to the wonderful Taylor, who
2: is your favorite slasher darling. Okay, so this I I'm still kind of on the fence if this is even considered a slasher, but I'm gonna say, it I'm, is. I'm gonna say yeah yeah. <laughs> I'll say yes just because it's a person and it has the kind of same backstory theme as everyone else but i'd say samara from the ring and i'm gonna say that because the idea of like this child like it's literally a child she's a little girl who's just driven by pure hatred for reasons we really don't know other like we understand that she's been thrown down the well by her mother that can piss off anyone but even before then she's on screen and she's shown to be just like she doesn't feel anything. They ask her, like, why do you do these things? Are you going to stop? And she literally just says, no, I'm not going to stop. And there's no rhyme or reason. She's just a little sociopath. But the whole, like, look of her has always stayed with me. And the fact that she can just come out of the TV after seven days and just steal your soul, that was, it's a little freaky. It's a little freaky. And I'll be honest, I recently watched the movie Rings which is kind of like the sequel to, like, Ring um, and all that stuff. But I wasn't expecting much. I think I watched it with Bobby, actually, right? Did we watch Rings? No, or No, 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 we, no, did, we didn't. We did. I did not see You didn't was. watch Rings. Okay, I watched that with Morgan. Um, we watched Rings, and we weren't expecting anything. And I actually was kind of impressed by it because we got to see more into Samara's backstory, and you do feel sympathy for her in terms of, um, like, if you're comparing to Freddy Krueger where you feel – Nothing but, like, disdain for him. But you do feel sympathy for her, um, especially with rings. But, um, yeah, no, the whole look of her victims after she kills them has always stayed with me and scared the shit out of me. And I don't know about anyone else in here, but if you saw a girl with hair in her face crawling out of your TV... Even when you knock it over, she still comes out from underneath. I think after a hair in her
3: face coming after me today.
2: Oh, <laughs> sorry, that was, <laughs> that was me.
3: That
0: was me. That oh, was me.
2: But yeah, God. I would, it's I would scary. definitely go with it. I would go with Samara any day, anytime as my favorite slasher.
0: And then side note, um, I know that I shared the videos and we um at Monster Mania. You um also did her, you did the cosplay, and I will tell you guys and I know a lot of you people have even messaged me and said that girl is fucking awesome that she crawled around on the hotel hotel filth and we have bunnies in the room so you've heard the chewing it was the bunny chewing the box so that was Houdini he's also a special guest the the background noise that TJ is going to be like what is that noise and um, it's a bunny And (laughs) it's it's a bunny TJ leave that in don't edit it out (laughs) And you played her perfect. It literally was like you watched the movie, you could not tell the difference. You put so much dedication in, and I know walking that like that and contorting your body, and especially on the hard ground, it's fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't – you couldn't see, so you were blind. Yeah. <laughs> and you had to have everybody help you around, but you were in perfect character. And then um, we're recording this over the weekend. We did a shoot at Shocktoberfest, and she came back from the well a little bit to – um to uh to uh say hello and you were on the floor of the prison yep. crawling around, videos and everything. So you do that perfect. So you 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 nail it. And I'm sure everybody will agree. I have never I've seen other cosplays and
2: she
3: full on dedicates herself. At Monster Mania, she had
2: bruises all over her knees just oh, from yeah. doing it that little bit. I was bruised from being on my knees all weekend.
0: So now we will go over. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that
1: meme I sent you, Gladys. It's been on that since 57.
0: <laughs> now we will go on to Bobby. Oh, man. Yes, now it's your turn.
1: Oh, no. Um, all right, I have two.
0: Of course you do. You have to be extra.
1: Damn right I do. Extra I'm the only guy. <laughs> well, I mean, I portray Jason a lot. and I love Jason. But I, I go with the original uh, Michael Myers as my top because there, there is a sympathy, but there isn't because you really don't know where any of the evil came from. They never really had a backstory. I mean, unless you watch Rob Zombies, there was no backstory. It was, this is what we got. This is a force of nature. This is pure evil. That's what we get. There was no explanation to it. And they talk about it many times. Like, we don't care what the explanation is. This is what it is which then I say spawned off all these other ones that came along. And so Michael is top. And then another one that I, I really like, doesn't get the credit, is Victor Crowley from Hatchet. Okay. It is brutal. He's quick. He's ugly looking. He gets creative with his his kills. And his backstory is fucked up because he's a love child. So, he, yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, the love child came out looking a little... uh Mm. looking a little rough and then like on halloween night <laughs> and how he died was on halloween night kids came and set the house on fire and the father tried getting them out but un- unfortunately a hatchet went through the door and right in the middle of the face so he comes back all the he comes back every year and continue very brutal a, ch- a chainsaw to the nuts a, a belt sander to the face he takes a woman's lower jaw and upper rips it apart. Like he's brutal. He, he, Jason's brutal, but this is a, a killer that just doesn't stop. You know, it's 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 pretty wicked to watch. they it's it's fun.
0: I watched them a long a long time ago. I Have to rewatch them again. I do and, love me a good kill.
1: And, and, there's a lot of them. There's not just one to pick. It, and then the one my one of my favorite funny ones was in hatchet two guy and a girl in the woods of course having sex and you see victor pop up behind the guy chops his head off starts going faster and faster and the girl she thinks he's alive but he's really not
0: oh my and then she, God.
1: and then she gets it up the cooch
0: oh
1: so you know You're she went out
3: have sex on a video that's she, what happens you die she went out
1: with him bang in a slice.
0: Oh. Well, my sister, she has we I had her watch all of the Jasons like we're up to That's Jason. My girl. Jason goes to hell. That's what we're on now. We haven't watched it yet, but we plan on it. But she goes warned to me her
1: beforehand that it's not as it's different from all the other ones
0: i told her on that but she was you know she loves them all and everything and she literally was like straight up looked at me and she's like you have to ask bobby this and i'm like i don't know why okay and she's like does jason smell the sex does he smell the must of the of the love making and he's like somebody's having the sex i must kill them well, if you think about so it. i message him and i'm like she's talking she like automatically thinks that he is Jason and he knows the keys of what makes the, what Jason ticks. So then he answers her back. And what did you say? Like,
1: I think I said, well, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I said something along the lines of, well, when you die because somebody's having sex and not watching you swim. Yeah. You're kind of going to be a little susceptible to the fact that someone's fucking around in your friggin' woods. And you're just going to be like, uh, this killed me. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, like and, go fuck yourself.
0: And I would have to say to add on to one of another one of my uh favorite, you were talking about the cooch thing and it reminded me of Art the Clown. And yeah. the terrifier. Yeah, and I would have to say that he is another one of my a newer favorite because he's new to the scene, you know, of oh, the, in the terrifier. And that kill literally is one of I've never seen it.
3: I've really, I really cringe when I know when I know it? that scene's approaching. I'm like, oh, oh my so god!
0: Mental. And how he literally so then mental. goes and takes a selfie with her. Uh huh. And I'm like, oh, that's what happened, bitch. You go up to a creeper. You're like, let's take a selfie, fucking around with his hat. You get cut from the head down to the hoo ha, hmm. and that is what happens. And then he takes a selfie, just leaving a little inch of your body attached, so you're swinging and everything. And I would have to say, and I like the fact how he doesn't speak. You know, like, I love the nonverbal.
3: Yeah, he smiles,
1: so he smiles, you know, it's, it's
0: and then he literally when he's wearing the woman's head. And he's wearing her <gasps> boobies. Oh yeah! I was like, and oh, he's dancing. God. I literally, like, I've watched it so many times, and um, you know, I know that sometimes uh, David, who plays Art, he'll kind of tune in. So David, if you're listening to this, I literally, my sister was like, "Do you see his 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 wee wee or something?" We watched the scene like three three hundred <laughs> oh
1: times God, to, to go sure back just like, to yeah.
0: make sure if that was a shadow or not. So <laughs> no, <laughs> he's no, more like, "I'm going to block her now. She's a creep and everything." But I was like, you know, Jen and I were talking about it the other day. If if he did kind of was naked and letting things hang, more power to him because more dudes in horror movies. We wanna see, we want to see Wiener. Yeah. We see hair. enough boobs and everything. We want to see the naked guy. You know, oh, just Wiener. wait till Jason
1: goes to hell. There's plenty of it. There's oh, there. oh
0: so here we go. Now I'm gonna make sure. Then that's good. Then you know what? Right on, Adam Marcus. I'm glad that you make the girls be naked. Well, I'm glad. Then the dudes have it swinging around, too. Let me see all of it. Oh, I want to s-
1: Oh, yeah. There, there's a lot of, there's, there's a good amount in that movie. He, he did it well, very well.
0: So there you go. He gets <laughs> props. He's, he's, I'm going to be like, yeah, uh, right on. So now we will go on to our favorite monster. But before we do that, we are going to break for a quick commercial. We'll be right back. Calling all you wiki women out there and all you spooky photographers, would you like to get your work published in a magazine? Well, do I have the magazine for you. Wicked Women Magazine, owned and operated by Winter Sun Media Arts, is that magazine. Be sure to check them out on Instagram and Facebook for all their upcoming themes and how to submit. Are you looking for somebody to make you into a creepy zombie or a goblin? Well, Brielle, owner and operator of Dead Sled FX, is your lady. This lady can make you into anything your dead heart can desire. Be sure to check her out on Facebook and Instagram. It is never too early to start booking your Halloween makeup appointments. Are you looking for horror collectibles? Maybe some horror t-shirts? Hey, how about some horror DVDs? Well, do I have the one-stop location for you? HorrorMerch.com is that location. Be sure to check them out online and pick up some creepy goodies. Thank you guys for listening to that commercial very very much. I hope you guys have a chance to check out Wicked Women Magazine. Um, the, uh, Brielle from Dead Sled FX. The Haunt Shocktoberfest will be opening on September 15th. You'll get to see all of Brielle's wonderful makeup. I will be working side by side with her too. So come out and see all the creepy, gory, horrid, pus-filled zombies and dead people that we can make you guys so you scream. And then also horror merch as well. So now we will go on to our favorite monsters. I'm going to start with Taylor first. So, because Taylor, this is very a passion, a love of hers. This is her love. Okay. So. He, no one can see the face she's making She's now. so it
1: happy. Is, <laughs> it is a shit She, is, is, a grin she grin. is so Here excited.
0: Is. That she's is why she it. is going first, because I don't think that she would be able to contain herself. And she is excited. So, guys, just when you're listening to this, picture somebody so excited. Just like, picture.
2: ah. All right. Go ahead. Okay, so my favorite movie monster is The Mummy, Emotep, from the 1999 Brendan Fraser version of The Mummy. And he, fun fact, was my first ever crush ever. Um, My dad showed me that movie when I was little, and I immediately just fell head over heels for him. Um, But the whole thing with The Mummy is that he's both grotesque, yet alluring, Like the first time you see him, you see him in a flashback where he's in ancient Egypt and he looks damn good. And his whole thing is that he is in love. It's like a forbidden love story, which I'm a sucker for to begin with. And he can't really be with this woman because she belongs to another man. It's a whole thing. He's a priest, so it's kind of very taboo. And then eventually he ends up having to resurrect her. And when that doesn't go the way it's planned, he ends up getting cursed with the home die, which is the worst fate you can ever achieve in Egypt. You get your tongue cut out. You get this curse placed upon you. Um, He's eaten by scarabs. So it's not a good fate. But eventually he's obviously resurrected. And then this time when you see him, he is disgusting. He's a half-rotted corpse. Well, fully rotted corpse, I should say. Fully rotted corpse with scarabs still coming out of him. And the first thing he really says, like, that, oh, that stuck with me, was his lover's name. Like, he sees this girl who he thinks is his lover, but it's not her. But the fact that his mind is still set on finding her and being with her is just like, oh, oh. But then in the very next part, he's ripping out this man's eyes and tongue to consume it for himself so that he can start regenerating. Um, and just his whole, like, power surrounding him is like, you wouldn't want to fuck with this guy. Like, oh, you see a half-rotten corpse there, you think that it's all easy, you can just shoot him and be done with it. No, he's going to keep coming back and coming back until he's fully regenerated, and then you're really fucked. But Arnold Vosloo, the guy who played him in this version, was just so alluring and did it so well, and he made you feel sympathy for him, which... I mean, with movie monsters like Frankenstein or even the Wolfman, like, we feel sympathy for them because of their situations. But with the mummy, you'd think you wouldn't really feel that because of all the terrible things he's done. He killed the pharaoh. He's killing all these people just to regenerate himself. But the fact that he's doing it, love is motivating him. Um Technically, love and power, but love overall, just because he wants to get her back and then rule the world, <laughs> but not, <in> t- <laughs> but not until he gets her back. So, Arnold Vossley did a fantastic job portraying him both in that one and in the Mummy Returns. Both amazing movies, and Imhotep will always have my heart. Yes. <laughs>
0: And I have to say that the Mummy and the Mummy Returns, I can watch them literally on repeat, like the Golden oh, Girls, yeah, because they are amazing, and I love Brendan Fraser in it, and I love everything. The third Mummy, I didn't like nope. because they didn't have. We don't talk about that movie. No, we they didn't have it. They it just the original cast. That's where it's at. I love all of you know everything about it. It was just so. I do. I, I loved all... I loved um, the mummy. I loved Brendan Fraser in it. Mm-hmm. It just was a great movie. Yeah. And it was before, like, all the really, like, CGI special effects. Yeah. I mean, they had some, but it was still in the beginning, The you Scorpion
2: know. King rock. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. But for anyone out there, too, who's starting to doubt, like, oh, she's making a into, like, some sort of romance guy... Have you not seen the second film where Anaxanamun betrays him, runs off, the poor man has tears in his eyes, and he whispers her name and fucking throws himself off a cliff. Yes, he is a romantic figure. Without a doubt, do not fight me on this
0: she would meet you in the street and fight you.
2: I will meet you in the street. Death is only the beginning, motherfuckers. Death is only the beginning. (laughs) And it's a great movie. And I
0: mean, I I love it. And I think that's a great pick. And so now we will move on to Dronell.
3: one more time.
1: Oh, my God. Who uh, is
0: your favorite
3: monster? Uh, I mean, there's so many favorites. As you were talking, I'm like, ah, Frankenstein's monster. I've always loved him. You know, Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde. There's so many great monsters. But I always go back to one that no one ever seems to know about, and it's Pumpkinhead. Oh. Oh. Again, I was Tom scared Woodruff, shitless of Pumpkinhead when I was young. And, and it's funny because it took me a while to revisit Pumpkinhead because I'm like, I just know it's it's terrifying and I don't want to see it. And when I rewatched it, I'm like, damn, this is good. And the actual character of Pumpkinhead is what I'm talking about that I really, really love. Like, again, not tons of special effects and things, but just visually this creature. I keep thinking, oh my God, it just, it's so amazing how he looks. The movie itself, I don't know, maybe maybe I relate to it a lot more now, just being a mom and thinking like, oh Jesus, like if something would happen to my kid. The, The whole point of the movie is, you know, I don't know wait check spoilers go I ahead I don't you want can to see it, mm-hmm. it. I, I mean some something happens so I good. think I think it's beyond spoiler alert, right? Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. Yeah. it's
0: all up like the, the years. It's good. Yeah,
3: something happens to a child and then basically the father wants to do whatever he can to help his son and then ends up seeking revenge and that's where Pumpkinhead comes in. And, and you just think like you'd go to the ends of the earth to do whatever it means to help your kids or to avenge them because I can't imagine what emotion you'd be going through. So I think, again, Pumpkinhead is just this symbol of like this power and this revenge and all the different things that he must have been going
0: throw so yeah really love them awesome Bobby your Bobby. favorite that was really freaking loud sorry do you have two, <laughs> favorites? Do you have two favorites Bobby do you have yes you have I do I actually, I
1: actually have three but we'll talk about extra, one major
0: extra yeah
1: damn right I am Well, <laughs> for, for Universal there's like Jen said there's a lot yeah. um, Frankenstein everybody's like oh that's something you would like because well, you're big I'm like I, I don't really know where that comes from but okay so but Frankenstein is one of them <laughs> Uh, I do call
0: you Herman Munster though, because <laughs> you're so sweet and large. Like Herman, it's a compliment. There I, is know, no, I, I've never met a man that's ever could live up to Her. Darn, darn, darn,
1: darn, darn. Uh, so so uh, Frankenstein being one of them, uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde as my second for Universal. But um, in terms of the modern, um, the thing from John Carpenter. Okay. It's such a you know, it, like monsters have one face. Every You think about it, every monster has one face or two, depending on if it's that split personality thing. But the thing is not one face. It so, can look like anything. Yeah. It literally can be, but it's not any, it's anything, not anyone. It can be anyone. But if you go watch the movie, it splits off. The head becomes a thing. The body becomes a thing. Yes. Your your hands become a thing. It, it's <laughs> weird. Do
3: you know I've only seen that movie for the very first time this last year? I've never seen the thing before. Carpenter I'm knew like, what he was doing. And I watched it, I'm like, holy shit, this movie is incredible. And it, it it's not just about being afraid of the thing and the creature. It makes you trust humans and yeah. who's real. Who can I trust? You know, because you, you yeah. know the
1: thing is, you can't tell. Mm-mm. You can't tell unless you do a blood test. Yeah. And the only, you know it because what they say it's it's a thing, but like so, human blood. Th- there's no reaction. It's tissue. Blood from something else that doesn't like to be touched. It defends itself. So that's what it does in the blood test. You know, it, it's with the camp, in the movie. The camp that was attacked before the Norwegian camp. When they find the bodies, you see they're starting to form together. Like the like the the thing was taken over. It copies your DNA. So you could be basically yeah. if you know, you could be lying to somebody. You don't know it or they don't know it. I feel
3: like we're going into like the movie Annihilation. Yeah, like they, the they 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 of different They take over. Yeah. So like
1: if you look at the movie, like everybody's like, What's the main form? Of-? There is no main form. It's a, there's like a spider version. There's the monster version. There's the dog version, which was pretty fucking wicked, oh, yeah. because you see it transform and it's got legs crawling out over here, and all that. And when they do the they do the regular DNA tests, it's it's mimicking, and so it's a shapeshifter. So there's many monsters out there. Like I like this one. Like I like the one where you can't tell what face it is because it could be yours. It could be yours, and it could be yours. So who's real and who's not? Well, so
3: that's like Pennywise as well.
1: Yes, but Pennywise has to show himself. The mm. thing, you'll never know. Unless you attack it. Pennywise comes out. That's the one The one thing with the thing. You'll never know. Yeah,
2: Pennywise yeah. wants you to know it's him. Yeah. The thing he wants revels
1: to in hide. It. it wants heat. It likes the small split, pit, mm. space because it can then... It can reform. It can grow. And... You'll never know. Mm -hmm. The only other way you'll know is like fillings in your teeth. It can't mimic metals. It can't mimic foreign things in your body. So like if you have piercings, you won't have them. But if nobody knows you, you don't. You guys out. could
0: definitely always tell it's me because I have a lot of fucking metal fillings in my yeah, mouth. So, so, so just yeah. if you ever have a thing, just open my mouth and be like, it's this bitch. It's, <laughs> not, the, <laughs> no, it's not the
1: thing. <laughs> that was always one of my favorite movies and Rob Bottin who did the effects because that's all practical effects. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and if you still watch it, it still looks good. Mm-hmm. There's not one ounce of CGI in it. It's all pure, pure special effects. And how he made some of that stuff was great, especially when the neck stretches and it's green Mm -hmm. it's like melted plastic and bubble gum and all kinds of a concoction that's definitely not good for the lungs (laughs) and it's a very visual and it still gives you that paranoia i remember carpenter said in an interview that he got called the pornographer of terror because of that movie there's a lack of hope the paranoia is high there is no escape because you're in Antarctica who's coming to save you you're, you're nobody you know so and there the question of the ending of the movie itself like where is it is it dead or is one of these two guys still living because once it comes out you're dead anyway so you know it, it's you, you want to talk about a horror story i think that's that's a
3: good thing. if
1: you think about it it's good for society too who's real and who's not
3: Sam, mm. look at that, we're getting deep here Bobby's getting real deep <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn right
0: So I would have to say um, Mine would be Sam From Trick or Treat mm-hmm. Which I also cosplayed today I cosplayed as, I would say, Sam's older sister I'm sad
1: I didn't see that in
0: person Samantha, <laughs> I'm calling her And um, I did like more of a Kind of sexy, kind of lady Kind of, you know, with Sam And um, I, I love the movie Trick or Treat I love how, I love and hate how they leave you off. Be like, you know, like they kind of cut it off and you're like, oh, that's it. And I haven't watched it for a long time. But before I started to make my Sam Hood hat head thingy, I watched it again. And then I remembered like, fuck. Like, what? I want to know. I love it how he eats the candy and he pulls out a razor blade in it and he's eating it like. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he takes the lollipop and bites it. And he just is like a little cute little minion. And he's like, literally, he kind of, my favorite scene is when they take that nerdy girl and they're trying to scare her and, um, and they end up. You know, Sam's like, <laughs> <laughs> he goes in and he kind of, he doesn't do anything to her, but as long, but he does do, um, he takes out the other ones with the, the whole story of it. And it kind of reminded me, and she thought they were all fucking around there, so it just goes, so don't bully people. And how he just looks at her and she looks at him and he's like... Misfits for life, peace. And they just go on their merry way. And I just love his costume. I love how his head is a pumpkin. And mm-hmm. I love how he has the little hood and how he's dirty. And he's this little, like, little, little minion of evil and Halloween. And, you know, and that the whole movie, all the scenes of the movie, the werewolf women, which was really cool. Cause you always see, you always see Bobby's like, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I love uh, a woman
1: with some fangs. I got to tell you.
0: Um, how you, you see them and you're so used to seeing men as werewolves that it's nice to see women. Yes,
1: it is. I'd be happy to be bit right here.
0: (laughs) Take me, I will be your, you can eat me, go for it. And about, like, the dad, don't forget to help me with the eyes. (laughs) And I just, I love all of it. And that is would be my favorite monster. And I love all the universal monsters. I really love a lot of monsters. But my heart always goes for the ones that are the misunderstood and everything. Probably my bad rap with relationships. i like, oh, it's like the monsters. Let me love them and I can help them. No, don't do that, people.
1: Don't. (laughs) Don't. 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 Find the right.
2: Monster. <laughs> Get yourself an Emotep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're looking for you. Do we have to go back? Do we have to go to Egypt? That's it. Road trip. Let's go. Philadelphia airport. Let's go to Egypt. Look for you. Are you there? I'm searching. I'm dead trying to sleep. <clears throat> We're trying to have you. I will, I will not leave you. I will stay and die with you. And you don't have to throw yourself. Oh. Yes. So that is... I believe we talked about a lot of cool stuff. Um, I will um, to finish up the show. We will um, talk about the uh, the Joker trailer real quick. And I know that um, that Jen is a huge fan. You actually did some uh, like a fan photo type to mimic some of the stuff, which was really cool. And you did really wonderful with that. So, what are you most excited for for the movie that you've seen from the trailer? What's one part are you lo- really looking forward to about the movie?
3: Oh my god, just one thing. In <laughs> general, I'm I, I, I'm much more of a Marvel person. I'm I, just because I've I've not been very happy with a lot of the DC movies. And I saw this, and I thought I love how they're making it its own world. It's it's independent of itself, and I love that we're getting. A Joker origin story. We don't really have that about the Joker. I mean, we even have Heath Ledger's character where every time they'd say, how did I get these scars? It was never a consistent answer. It was always these different stories. And and even, even the killing joke, I don't think it mentions origin
1: no it, it doesn't it doesn't does it. I'm, I'm here that, going oh shit. Uh, uh.
3: but i'm like i i want to know again I'm, I'm very into like psychology and what makes people tick and what, what's what's going to happen with this so i want to know if we're going to get a different side of the joker that we've never seen before and then i want to know if they're going to stick with anything else you know are they gonna is he gonna fall into a pool of you know acid is he gonna cut his face are there going to be any similarities so just learning
2: about him learning about arthur fleck is what i'm psyched for hmm Taylor, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I kind of adding on to that, I think the cool fact about this Joker is that he isn't changed by a vat of acid or someone cutting his face and abusing him. He's changed by society. Like, this is something that a lot of people can relate to where they can start off as a perfectly decent person. Maybe some, t- some people with, like, a few more issues than others, but a decent person. And he's he's changed by people, like, just the way people can treat you, you can change as a person. So I think this is definitely a relatable thing, but it's also a heartbreaking thing where you see this person go from someone who just has a dream or aspirations that they want to achieve, and maybe they're not the best at expressing them, but it's warped and twisted into something that becomes dangerous to everyone around them. So I do like where they're going with this so i'm interested to see what they do and Joaquin is that how we pronounce his name Joaquin yes. i don't i always yeah. spell his name wrong every time i try to google it okay. <laughs> Google yes, I, I, did, I did the
0: Google word how to say his name, so that is how you say it. Joaquin, <laughs> Because okay. I always get so nervous because I love him because he's a vegan. Yes. He's been a vegan for so long, and I'm like, I love the man. I loved him in signs. Vobado's children. Vamanos. He is so good in that movie. That
2: man Oscar for this. Yep. Damn. Yes. He deserves yes. it. I haven't even seen it yet, and he deserves it, so I'm excited to see what he does with this. Mm-hmm
0: bobby <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, i am excited for it. the trailer itself looks really really good and like tay said yeah the society is what changes the person more so than anything in general in any aspect even if uh, you have ailments society is what changes you not not the ailments although unless it's something that's very severe but society is what will really give you the judgment and yet yeah, it shouldn't be it does people Mm -hmm. are people so but i think it's going to be really good because i i love heath ledger as the joker Mm -hmm. but i i think this one's going to be uh interesting i'm excited to see it i want and um i I hope it's good that's all i hope for i mean i the trailer it's gonna be good like when the movie comes out, it's like when you play a game, you'll know when you win. It's when you win at the end of it. So hopefully the movie does the same thing when it comes out.
3: And it's rated R, isn't
1: it? Yes, it is. And
3: I, watching the trailer, I'm like, there's a lot of heart in the trailer. There's a lot of build up. But I'm like, what is it that we're not seeing? there that, That's thats thats something you're, else. You're, I'm like, we're going to see a lot. You're seeing just the
1: very, very yeah. small snippets of what he turns into. <laughs> there's so much more to that. So There's yeah. always this with the Joker. His yeah. story's changed as time goes on. But mm-hmm. this one's going to be a much more down-to-earth and then it grows into something that's more. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm curious to see what will happen next after that movie for that yeah. universe in general, let alone with this. So now what's the next step after Joker? That would be a good question.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm also like – Give me an answer, guy. I know. It's like I'm also like well, how what Jen said about the psychology part of it and how he – I've always been that he is, you know, he, what makes him tick. We never know. Now we finally know. And that Joaquin is playing it and he is an amazing actor and um, never got the credit that I think that he deserved as of all the roles that he played. And I like the fact that I... Which I, I, you guys already know, I'm sick and twisted, but I relate to the Joker. That you try so hard, and he was like, just to be a decent human. I mean, you don't really try, but he really goes out of his way. He, like, you see in the trailer, he's trying to help his mom. He's just trying, and these people, and and, you know, and then you, then like, don't do that to my kid. And it's like, you, you know, you always try to put your best foot forward, and you just, if you're naturally a good person or whatever, and then you meet these people who literally are just soul suckers of your world, and you try hard not to let them ruin you, but I liked how he's like, I'm not going to be this depressed person, I'm going to fuck you, I'm going to become this, I'm going to become what you're making me, and I like how he kind of is like, you did this to me, so you laughed at me, and I'm gonna um let's see who's laughing now. So he kind of is, you know, it's not the right way to do it and everything, but I I I relate to <laughs> yeah. him and I'm like, my whole thing is what quote am I getting from this movie? Because I have what from Heath Ledger Joker, what doesn't kill you simply makes you stranger. I have that on my arm because it's the truth and that's how I feel. So the Joker is he's my homeboy and I'm excited to see this movie. I'm really pumped. I think he looks damn sexy as the Joker. Somebody can fight me in the streets about it. He's hot. I Everybody like... in the
1: streets tonight. So I, I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready.
0: You guys, let's go. Let's
1: fight. Let's fight in... I'm going to sit back and have popcorn and be like...
0: <laughs> and so, but uh, thank you guys all so much for being on the podcast. I hope you guys are on it. Many more. Jen and I um, will be doing um, once a month or twice a month, depending on our schedule. We're going to be doing really weird or really like bad horror movies that are like completely crazy or foreign films we're going to be doing that like a little review not to take anything from the gore more boys because i know that's what you guys do bobby but we want to do stuff and we gotta
1: worry about it's the boss
0: And um, and so i'm I'm excited for that and trying to spice up the podcast and of course Bobby and Taylor will be on they live a f- little bit further away That's but no
1: excuse
0: but they will be on too and we are going to do an episode which I'm just thinking of this now with Taylor where we die dissect the mummy one and well the mummy one that doesn't make the mummy and then the mummy returns and we're going to do a whole fucking egypt mummy like ancient egypt podcast all about it because i'm all about that i love it and then we will have bobby and jen you're also now included in that so not like you don't have a million other things to do but you have to do this well, now just add to the list. Let's so, so thank you guys so much for tuning in thank you guys for joining me and remember guys stay spooky
2: SHOW <laughs>
1: Some people who want to be instructed